Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I am your host, Jack. <laughs> and I'm Rick. And today we are talking about Blue Submarine, which was a random choice for this week. Um, but before all that, uh, we were talking about some of the anime that are coming out, some things that are going to be getting uploaded to uh, Crunchyroll, uh, kind of caught up a little bit because it's been a little bit of time as well. And uh, also, before we really dive into it, um, we got a little bit of feedback from uh, from listeners on uh, Spotify, and I would very much like to uh, respond to said uh, said individuals. So, uh, one of the first ones that we had was for uh, when the wind rises. Uh, there was a question that was posted on Spotify. It says, what did you think about the episode? Uh, they said, uh, dark C 26 says a very complete review of a great movie. Uh, from my point of view, I liked the way the movie showed the war period by not showing anything concrete. And at the same time, showing the, that cruelty of it from afar. I a hundred percent agree with that response. It is a great viewpoint of, how cruel and hard it can be to individuals and at the exact same time, the viewpoint of everyone it's, it's a very humanizing movie. I feel. Well, not only that it's, it's, it's a fantastic way to also show that you can say that a bad thing happened that everyone knows about without making it the main focus. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we also got one for Armitage the Third, uh, episode two thirty four, which is one that we just uh, published a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it's uh, from uh, Beyonce and Stefan. Uh, loved the show back in the day. All right, the costumes are totally ridiculous, but the story of uh, Naomi Armitage and the Thirds is compulsive stuff. Uh, did Blade Runner 2049 borrow this from the show? I would not be surprised if they did. I, I feel like uh, Armitage the Third uh, did did get uh, some inspiration from Blade Runner, and I would not be surprised if the sequel to Blade Runner uh, actually took inspiration from this. I mean, like it was a it's a cult classic that is for sure. And it's been around for quite a while. So for it to have not been inspired, I would find that hard to believe. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I, it's been a while since I've seen blade runner, but the styles look similar at the very least. Well, this is blade runners. 2049 is one that came out just a few years ago. It's it's. Oh, then I definitely haven't seen that one. Yeah. I definitely have not seen that one. Okay. Armitage. Third came out after Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049 came out just uh, fairly recently, fairly recently being a relative term. I was going to say, uh, I mean, yeah, 
in, in comparison to the the other two, yeah. I mean, I, it's something I'd gladly watch. Um, if it's anything close to Armitage, then it, it, either in story or in look, I, I can't not. really say I would go against it. Right. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, so you, if you want to catch part of the water conversation in general that we had, because uh, we did visit these uh, questions a little bit beforehand too, uh, patreon.com slash featured anime podcast, a dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content or for anything else. Honestly, uh, you can go to featured anime podcast.com, all the links, all the affiliate notes, everything like that links to the podcast, all of it's there for you to be able to view. And uh, it is a very much appreciated. If you do click on on those uh, links, uh, we do get a little bit of a kickback if you do uh, buy something using those links. And now, on to the uh, meat and brotatoes, dare I say? Mm-hmm. Dare you say. Oh, that totally reminds me of something. I'll have to actually talk about this after the fact. Um, <laughs> okay. So... Blue, uh, Blue Submarine number six came out in October 1998 and it ran all the way through March 2000. Uh, producer for it is Bandai Namco, uh, studio, one of the producers, at least the one that I could find is Bandai Namco. Uh, studio for it is Gonzo. It's based off of a manga, the genres for action, adventure, uh, sci fi, mecha, military, and shonen. And it's only four episodes long, each episode varying in length anywhere from 30 minutes to 45 minutes. So that's that's it. That's all I got. That's that's honestly <laughs> it, man. I mean, I, I got nothing else going on for it. Um, the brief synopsis for the show, honestly, is it's uh, once uh, a very faint, once famous and well-respected scientist. Zorndike has bred a new uh, type of living individual. I'm also assuming that he was able to genetically modify current living beings uh, to survive in the oceans of the world. And as a result, he's genetically modified and grown these other individuals to go around the earth, destroy humans and fight and p- destroy the, the humans of the world. And so that way it's covered in water and they are able to overtake the world. Um, it is up to Blue Submarine number six. Yes, the exact same name as the anime and the rest of the Blue Fleet to put an end to Zorndike's madness and stop his creations and save humanity. That That's yes. Just curious. Yes. Did you get when you watch this and you are the synopsis you basically just said was the whole story. Um Good versus evil, kind of, sort of, but not really. Um, but did you get similarities between this and another show we, we may have reviewed in the past? I mean, in terms of the jazzy kind of feel, I got, I feel like there was like some, uh, definitely some, uh, Cowboy Bebop vibes going on there for me. Oh, yeah. Well, they definitely had pull from Cowboy Bebop, but specifically the story is what I'm referring to of aquatic life versus non-aquatic life and how two scientists were essentially the the originator of the ideals that oh we need to go aquatic we need to go and then we need to stay on land we need to go aquatic and then a fight no not ringing a bell okay well let me tell you about this other anime 
that I found similar. Maybe if I say it a little bit more, you'll you'll be like, oh yeah, I remember that. Well, can you just um, tell me the name? I don't remember the name. That was ah, the you're good with the names. <laughs> nah, you're killing me, man. Um, basically, what happens is you've got these outer space people who are fighting these um, jellyfish octopus things, right? Oh, and there you go. Um, we actually reviewed it. We actually did a review on it. Okay, good. Yeah, I thought we might have, but I can't for the life of me remember the name. It's um. God damn it. It begins with a G gar gargantian, something like that. Begins with a G, huh? It's a gargantia on the Vendorous planets. Yes. Gargantia. Yeah, this, that came out like came out 13 years after blue submarine. Oh, I was going to say 13 years ago. Damn. Um, uh, so yeah. No, that, that gar- it, it came out 10 years ago. Dear Lord, how old are we? Yeah. Um, 4 14 2013. Dear Lord. Yep. So, anyway, so <laughs> the reason I bring that up is in my mind, the story seems like it's closer to the origination point of that. Like nah. the, the Blue Submarine, in my mind, Blue Submarine, if they, let's assume they're on the same path, right? They would, it would take place far closer to the separation point. Whereas the gargantuan is already eons from now. But you no. still have these two species that originated from a difference of opinion, basically. Batman, I, I can see where you're, where you're reaching for, but that's not a good reach. It's not a good reach for you. <laughs> I need to stretch first. You need to stretch first. <laughs> um, but for yeah, sure. I, that, I, that's where I was feeling the similarities from. And I was like, um, I wonder if anybody else saw it, too. No, um, just you. At least uh, between you and I, uh, just you. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a interesting cons- considering you've got a far better memory than me for names. Case in point, you remembered, oh, it starts with a G. I'm like, oh, there's water in it. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there, there's a lot of anime out there that has water in it. So I, I'd be like, I would, I would hope. <laughs> and then you could shift through all that crowd to be. That's exactly it. Um, that being said, this whole thing, the, the, the war that we're going through, the reason that blue submarine number six is even a thing to, to fight, to, to try to survive, to strive, is because one guy in power thought, you know what? I don't care anymore. Humans need to reset, and I'm going to go create things that will help that happen. And the dude basically becomes not less than human, but like not human at all and creates his own animal beings. I'm not even going to say inbred beings because there, I don't think that there's any genetic similarity there, but everyone calls him Papa. Everyone looks at him like a father figure and that's fair. He is because, their creator. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what I was going to say. He he did create them, so it's only natural that they would have that uh, draw to him and have it be a kind of like a paternal instinct type of thing, you know? Yeah, I, I didn't mean to, like anything bad by it, or yeah, you know, if you could even construe anything bad, but it's it's interesting that philo- uh, uh, philosophies, yeah, philosophies alter something so much to the point where we can have a literal 
would you even call this an epoch and like a no epoch would be time anyway this would be a, a really awesome story from Negrand. we're starting in the middle of the story like if we start at the beginning i feel like there wouldn't be as much suspense as there was in this show which they did a really good job at keeping you on edge most of the time if you say um, so i felt they did because i was probably more invested in it than you were yeah you were uh <laughs> Also fair. Uh, it, it's not that the story was bad. I mean, like the music is kind of like where it really got me. the The music is where that's where it drew me in. Right, the music is where it drew me. But it starts off, and how it starts off is you have a, a seemingly a, a a young woman kind of wandering the slums or part of the last remnants of human civilization anyways, uh, searching for a guy uh, with her uh, counterpart, trying to find someone very in particular. And as a result, uh, they do find him and why they kept saying, Oh, he's the best there ever was. He's the best. He's great. He's a great submarine pilot and there's no one better than him and everything like that. Like I, 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 I get it. Um, but the dude just one just seemed really, really sad. And he, when we got to see him in action, it was, uh, it was lackluster. Um, I mean, I wouldn't quite say lackluster. Um, I feel like the way that he was portrayed and the, the, the abilities that he were, he was given were a little bit, um, underrepresented because apparently he liked doing things on his own. And he wasn't able to because no one trusted him because apparently he killed his last pilot or co-pilot. Well, it's not that he killed his last co-pilot. It's that his last co-pilot just kind of died, died or disappeared under or disappeared. I should say under mysterious circumstances. Right. And yeah. they do, they do delve into it, right? They do go in into the details for it. So you, it's not like you're never given an explanation. You are given an explanation, but even that explanation was like, eh, he's really not that great of a guy. It's actually oh, no, someone was, else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the <laughs> what we were told and what we got two very different things. Um, but it just, he was good. Don't get me wrong. He was probably one of their better pilots. She's not saying a he, lot. What, true. It's not. Well, we didn't really get to see all that much. What we saw um, was pure disappointment. He's like, I'll buy you 15 minutes at one point. And he bought him 30 seconds. Well, you don't know. It could be 15 minutes. He bought he, you know, a part of the him trying to get out of the one area probably took him all of 13 minutes. He spent two minutes, uh, a minute and a half going to a particular destination. And then in that 30 seconds that he was there, he got taken out. <laughs> so fair. yeah, you know what? Fair, fair enough. 15 minutes. He lasted. <laughs> he lasted the 15 minutes that he said. He's gone the distance. He's built for speed. He's, he's built no, for um, trash. Yeah. Well, I mean, his whole saga, his whole life, it felt like he was being saved by somebody else and getting accolades. For being saved. His only benefit showed up in a form of military weakness. And I know that sounds kind of weird like to say it especially specifically that way, but 
typically anybody would act like his female partner. Oh shit. There's the enemy fire. He was like, no, let's show compassion to this thing that just took out five of the, my co-pilot, like the, my, my people we were with killed them all. But no, no, let's save her. Let's save this one thing. And again, this is where my dad showed up and he was like, Oh, fish boobs. Really? <laughs> Not that, that was, he, my dad was joking about the fact that like, that's the, probably the only reason that he ended up saving this, the, 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 the enemy is because oh, yeah. the enemy happened to be naked. Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. That is exactly it. <laughs> I mean, like, but he also he made a comment. He also kept saying, um, why do I keep getting saved from the sea? Like, why do I keep getting saved? Like, I guess all I'm good for is getting saved. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I agreed with his statement when he was moping and saying all he ever does is just get saved. Yes. Yeah. 100%. You are a crap pilot. You're horrible at your job. I don't know why they even invested the time to come and get you. You've been useless the whole time. And yet, here you are. Thank you, Hayami. You have (laughs) officially made me hate another main protagonist what i don't get for the record the feeling i got well from what you were just saying was uh very similar there's a meme out there um from an old i want to say adam sandler film where he asked a question gave this compelling speech that meant nothing and the guy with the like, giving out points says you've made everyone stupider i award you no points this was a waste of time um <laughs> that 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 was the feeling I just got out of that. Um, oh, good. <laughs> we are all dumber for it. Um, but the thing about it specifically was he was portrayed as this ultimate badass that you couldn't sneak up on, that you couldn't um beat essentially. And in his opening um in his opening uh, introduction, he catches them off guard and holds them at gunpoint. And you're like, oh, this dude's a badass. This guy's seen some shit. And yeah, he, he's the one you don't want to mess with. Only to have him be the only person you'd want to mess with. Yeah. Yeah. So 100%. 100%. But what I thought was kind of cool, and I don't know if it was because he was just gave up on life or if he's got nerves of steel. but. Um, when he was stranded the second time and he was saved by the chick who he saved, he was on what was essentially a floating piece of metal, which I have no idea how that works. Um, buoyancy, sir. But metal, though, like you, you would need air to be buoyant. I have no idea how the metal ship in pieces doesn't look, sink. Look, it was just covered in metal, it was mostly wood, it was full of air. And uh, he was a very gassy individual at the time. I hope to God you're either being serious or you're you're just like pulling my leg expertly because the the facial expression you have saying that makes me want to believe you so badly. Uh, I am 100% (laughs) messing with you, dude. Okay, good. In my head, I'm like, but there was metal everywhere. When, When did you see even even a stick of wood? Like where I. I missed it. I must have fallen asleep or something. But um, either way, yeah, like I'm glad that you're you're with me on that one. 
But when everyone was going to attack him, all the, the aqua life were, were basically set on killing him. Mm-hmm. And his, his one detractor who saved him, who was feeding him, shows up to like argue his case, I guess. There's this, I want to say hammerhead shark kind of looking thing. Yeah. Um, with a basic spear hand. Basically, that, that's what I saw. And thrusting it to him, at him. And dude didn't flinch. It stopped inches, if 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 an inch away from his chest, right where oh the the, like, the machine, yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent, yeah. That that hang on now, hang on, hang on, hang on. Are you telling me that he has? Dare I say it? Plot armor. Oh God! <laughs> I was thinking you were going to go a different way with that. I was like, what? Nerves of steel, delayed reaction. Like what? What are we talking about here? <laughs> No, <laughs> like, what, was he just lagging? I don't know. No, no. What it was it, is the reason why he didn't get stabbed is because he has plot armor, invisible plot armor. Hey, nuts. No one ever said plot armor is visible. That's why it went for the kill. And when it went for the kill, it didn't stop because it wanted to stop. It stopped because it had to stop. It came in contact with that impervious piece of plot armor that made it so that way he couldn't be killed. It was nuts. It was, it was beyond expectation. I think is a better way of saying it. And the way that everything just happened and he's just, I want to say the story was built in a fashion to make him be a sorry excuse of a person. He is a sorry excuse of a person and they don't ever change that. In fact, like even when he's in an area or in a situation where it's like, yeah, I'm kind of here. He's, he's still not there. He's still being the trash that he is from the very beginning. No, no, he wasn't trash in the beginning. Remember they made him look badass. They made him look great in the first 30 seconds. After that, he was trash. And I will always forever believe that he's trash beginning to end because it's not that he snuck up on them or anything like that in the beginning. He's just sitting there on the couch and he's holding a gun, aiming it at whoever's walking in. Not likely. However, the likelihood that he would actually shoot even in the beginning, non-existent. You're assuming he's got bullets. I'm assuming that he's got half a brain. <laughs> I mean, like, because they sure showed that, that he had bullets. They showed that he had bullets eventually. Eventually. Yes. When he came tearing in in the very beginning and uh, drifting in his boat like no one's business, zipping back and forth, doing somersaults and everything like that, back flips looking and legit. wheels looking legit, going wave race on this bad boy and a talk Basically toy. being the only reason... The only reason that anybody ever may walked away from the, this attack. Yeah, dude, dude looked amazing. He looks great. And then they nerfed he did. him. They did. He looked great. But what I don't, what I have a hard time understanding is the dude had a, a small machine gun, hand machine gun. He had a small hand machine gun. He took out two of those robots. Mm-hmm. Legit. No issues. No problem. Didn't blink. Didn't stop. Or anything like that for it. But the the third one that he does after he gets in the submarine and then gets out that he has horrible aim at that point. Because, you know, keep in mind, he took out two of those metal claw things with a machine gun, but couldn't take one out 
with rockets and a submarine and machine guns. <laughs> well, don't you know water displacement and density and, and plot, plot sometimes water. even the yeah. temperature, plot, plot water, water. plot water. Well, you know, I mean, like he's got plot armor and then there's plot water for his counterpart. It's everywhere. hundred percent. You know, it's, it's, it's what we got. It's what we got. You know, I'm starting to think he didn't make a single kill in the water, but he was his, every kill he ever made was on land. Yes, that's that's honestly it. That's exactly it. I'm thinking that whistle thing that was around his neck had some land in it to, just to keep him safe. That was his armor. Oh, it wasn't a whistle. The heck was that then? It was a lighter. It was not a lighter. That was a lighter. It's for it was for a cigarette. I guess looking back, that makes kind of sense. It was a lighter. That's why he was always flicking the flint wheel. I thought that was in like in his pocket. Okay. It was on his neck even at the end. Who's going to put a lighter around their neck? He, him, obviously. Duh. What kind of question is that? Okay. Sure. I guess. Why not? But one. Hmm. Well, left a nasty taste in your mouth now, did it? Kind of. A little. Because that, that disrupts my whole next paragraph of what i was gonna say oh were you gonna try and redeem him and have him be totally awesome and killer character it's like oh he never once blew his uh safety whistle well not quite but i was like his safety whistle definitely had something to do with him not dying and the reason why everything like stopped short of just killing him is because he always was attached to land in some fashion mm, yeah no yeah but i mean to be I'm not going to say to be fair. I was about to, but it, it, there's really no no fairness here at all. His buddy, the reason why everyone's like, you kill everyone you're with, and you're bad luck. You're, you're and he's like, I'm a lone wolf, and I just I do stuff on my own better. Basically, because his 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 ride or die, his his buddy, his his friend, um, went, they went on a peace mission originally and got shot at, right? And his friend was like, bro, I'm stuck. Get out of here. Save yourself. He's like, I'm not going to leave you. He's like, no, you got to go. And then his friend activated his emergency get the hell out of there card and the ejection left him behind. Yeah. Yeah, the ejection. And everyone's like, why couldn't you help him? Why couldn't you stay behind? And then I'm sure he tried to defend himself, probably not very well given his speech patterns. And everyone's like, you left him to die. And then when his friend comes back, utterly mutated, horribly disfigured, the, the, the doctor changed him from a land based I need air kind of person to a humanoid fish thing with right. telepathy. Like, well, no, to, to be fair, to be fair. Now, uh, they were they had someone there specifically to read his mind. They had a child there to read his mind. OK, OK, I'll give you that. They they could see the colors of the ocean and the water and the, the other creatures that are happening and everything like that. So can you explain to me when he was on, when, when, like, when, they hit, when you see him the last time mm -hmm. and they, they have him on a ship, mm -hmm. on the outside of the ship, he goes, Hayami, and then disappears. Oh, he, he actually spoke it. Oh, blah, I thought blah, it was telepathy. We're going about 15 knots underwater with gushing everything everywhere. I'm going to speak and you're going to hear exactly what I'm talking about. It's going to breach the barrier of glass. I'm sorry. That, are we talking that, about that the realm of reality here? Or are we talking about something else? Cause, uh, 
I'm just saying. I'm just like, going to throw out there, man. I mean, like, if we're talking about the plot armor, plot water, humanoid transitions, polar caps melting, and the only way to actually affect the world changes with nuclear war to get the change that you want, then by all means, let's continue. Nuclear war. Yeah, how did everyone... How did everyone get nukes? And not like one or two or ten or hundreds of nukes. How did everyone get their hands on just Well, believe it or not, uh, the countries that have them, they don't just have like one or two. They have a lot. Oh, no, I I understand that. But the fish people, right? It's underwater. Everywhere's underwater. It's not hard for them to just like walk over and kick over the freaking hatch and go, yeah. That looks right to me. I'm going to grab that. Thanks, guys. As the bodies float out of the the holding area. <laughs> that looks like it belongs to me. Let's just uh, let's take that. Yoink. And thank you. Yeah, that's that's well, what happened. One of the interesting things about this that I can't quite wrap my mind around. And I hope you can you can kind of explain okay. a little bit. Um, the the girl that our main protagonist Hayami saves has red eyes and red features. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whereas all of her sisters have blue eyes and blue features. She's unique and probably part of a different group because there was someone else that she pulled out that also looked a little unique and they were dead. Also, I feel like part of the reason why that she changed her colors because she was touched by a human. Oh yeah. That was a huge point of contention there too. Yep. Did you ever? Uh, gonna sound dumb. I'm okay with that. You remember when her ear got beat off or cut off or bitten off in one scene, and like ten minutes later, it's back. Well, it wasn't bitten off. He was sucking on it and and licking the inside of her ear. Well, no, no, I get that too. But later on, he beats her. She yeah. got a black eye, fat lip, and she's missing a part of her ear. And then two scenes later, she's got perfect no, she's- health. She's, and her ears back. No, it's still missing. I, because it was at the end. At the end, it was the last episode when that actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. I thought her ear was still, like, came back. No, uh, you were looking at the opposite side. Damn camera angles. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Couldn't possibly be. Couldn't possibly be an error in animation. Nope. Nope. With the, the amount of plot armor and plot water this has, I would be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. I got nothing else. I have nothing <laughs> else I could really say about this uh, masterpiece, this award-winning uh, show. See, I, I I can tell you don't think it's it's really worth too much, um, but unfortunately, I I you oh, are I know disagree. I know you have you can go for days on this bad boy. <laughs> no, I I don't know about days, but Months. I liked it. Years. I liked it a whole lot more than you did. That's for damn sure. Yep. So, all right. Well, well, enlighten me, sir. What else you got? What else do you have for me? Well, what I will say is one of the one of the best things I think they did with this, aside from you know wonderful music. Um, one of the, well, one of the worst things they did was the volume between talking and fighting and music. I had to keep turning up the TV up, turn the TV down, turn the TV up. Like, that sucked. They should have yes. had somebody like rewatch that and been like, maybe we should fix this. And I absolutely hated the fact that you could 
barely understand on the first viewing what the fish people were saying. You had to read like rewind, play, rewind, play. Um, well, see, the volume mixing for me wasn't that bad, but then again, I also watched it subbed. So, ah, uh, no, I watched it dubbed. That was uh, the only one I could watch it. Um, I tried the other one and I had to pay for it, and I was like, no, nah, I'm all set. Really? Yeah, I watched it on Tubi. It was on Crunchyroll. And what? Yeah. When I looked, okay. My internet did suck, so I, mm, yeah, two megabits. Two freaking megabits, so I, I watched Beside it on Tubi point. with ads. Beside anyway. the point. Come on, come on. So the, the volume kind of sucked for me, but I really liked the dynamic, the fact that the leader of the opposition was the shark man who was irrational, impatient, and extremely childlike. Right. Only to find out later that he essentially was a child, and not like Oh, 12, 13, like five, six mental capacity was extremely low. Violence was paramount. And I really think they did a good job displaying that mental acuity and mental um, evolution was not the point that the doctor portrayed in this particular character. This particular, this particular character was supposed to be stupid, was supposed to be in charge was supposed to lead through fear and power right. and and was not supposed to be intellectually gifted. And when everything was said and done, that really came through. And I don't know about you, probably not, but in my opinion, I felt very sorry for this character because it, it, it has a very rough grasp of its own emotions. Yeah. And it it, it, it felt like it felt like a child who had lost its way and oh, yes. given what happened, it felt very juvenile and I couldn't help but feel bad regardless of the mass genocide that occurred at its order. Oh yeah, no, I get that. But at the exact same time, I feel like that, that character was written, right? It was written the way it needed to be written. And, uh, I agree. Like the the overall capacity, mental capacity for it was was there. Um, I feel like though they could have uh, Kino, the girl that uh, that was with Hayami most of the time, the human girl. Mm. I feel like they kind of wrote her the exact same way. Oh, hmm. I didn't. Hmm. Well, that sucks. That really sucks because I thought the writing for. The, the the shark character was done really, really well and was unique. And now that you said that, that blows, bro. That that just makes it seem like it was lazy writing. And I hate to... Damn, I was going to give this a good score, too. I was going to give this a fucking good score. Because I loved it. It was good. But that one stupid sentence that you mentioned just now makes it very one-dimensional. It was a pretty one-dimensional show for me. That sucks. Because I really liked it. And with what you just said, it turned what I thought was a well-thought-out, well-formulated character who was given a very unique perspective, a unique everything. No, it was generic. They got lazy, and they're like, copy-paste. Well, whose side are they on? Does it really matter? Not really. Crap. So, anything, well, with, with uh, that, I, don't, I don't have too much more. <laughs> with, with that, no, 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 not not so much anymore. Okay. 
All right. Well, on a scale of up to 10, sir, how would you rate this? Well, um, five minutes ago, me was going to give it a seven. The me now, um, five. I'm giving it a five because the visuals, while a bit odd, consistent and good. The music, I agree with you. Really well done, well put together. Probably the top two or three reasons that this is getting a high score, or rather as high a score as it's getting. Um, It is something that I would want somebody else to watch because it's got a decent story. And maybe subbed is better. I, I hope it is as far as the volumes go. But I feel like this has, it's it's much better than some of the other fours we've seen. It's much better than some of the other fives we've seen because it's not just there. You know what I mean? It, it yep. It's something that ha- it's unique unto itself. They've put a lot of work into it. If you take out how stuck ass the main character is, it's got a lot of different um, characters that kind of shine through, albeit rarely. Um, but you, you can definitely see individuals there. You can see thought behind most of the other characters and it feels a lot like a Romeo and Juliet romance kind of thing where there's love in the middle of war and, and love has the potential to save all, which is absolute bullshit at the end of this movie where it doesn't count for anything. And it's just what you choose. Can you, can you make the choice not to hate? which I thought was kind of cool. That was the moral, I believe, of what this story was trying to bring out. So it's something I would definitely be like, hey, you should totally watch this. Um, But I feel like it has a very specific timeline in which you should watch it. I don't think you should watch it after you've watched a few other better shows. I think this would be an entry point. No, I wouldn't even say that this is an entry point. Um, Personally. No worries. You know, I've also seen much better anime. Yes. Yes. So um, what kind of score do you give it? Three. I give it a three. The reason why I'm giving it a three is mainly because of the music. And that's why it's getting three from me. Uh, story was right. It was, the story was kind of sloppy. I really didn't enjoy it. I felt like the pace of it was not all that well. I felt it was pretty generic. I felt the characters were very lackluster. The artwork and animation for it was kind of all over the place. It wasn't consistent. I also really didn't care for it too much. Um, the overall big bad guy and what he's overall trying to achieve in general was just kind of a disappointment uh, and just really sad at the end. So it kind of kind of left me like, wow, this was this was a waste of time. The 18 uh, for me personally, I would not recommend this to anyone, honestly, especially as an entry point. There's so many other better shows that are out there. Um, and that's about it. I mean. It, it it served uh, served an entertaining purpose and it didn't make me want to gouge my eyes out uh it so and and I can't say that it was 100% bad because I did not hem and haw all the way through it thankfully but still I would definitely not go any higher than a 3 on this understandable all right next week so how I'm going to announce next week's choice and in, in the verbiage I'm going to use, it's going to be a little bit different, kind of uh, help lead us into it a little bit. All right. So all right. 
Next week's choice, we're watching The Vision of Escaflone. It is marketed as a classic anime about a high school girl who is transported to a fantasy world and teams up with a prince to fight against an evil empire. Okay. That's all I know about it, Ben. <laughs> I haven't seen it. It sounds interesting. It sounds... It, well, I mean, you know my favorite type of genre happens to be isekai currently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's a toss-up. Isekai and overpowered. It, I, I like those things. I mean, like it goes um, hand in hand. It, typically, yeah. Although there's one. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Um, cool. I can't wait to see it. All right. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. If you uh, feel like we got something right, something wrong, did it too much justice, not enough justice or anything like that, feel free to let us know. All our information for you is available in the show notes. You can also go to featuredanimepodcast.com and uh, we do have a contact form on there. This episode request submission on there we are open and available to take requests although we do have a lot that we do eventually need to start making our way through we will get through it eventually um if you want to hear some of the pre and post show content that we usually do with every single episode you can go to patreon.com slash featured anime podcast the dollar a month to get you access to that bonus content you can also check us out when we're live on youtube we do usually announce that we are alive and uh streaming on our discord uh feel free to join in there we're usually kind of talking messing around and everything like that uh and until next time i'm jack i'm rick We'll see you next time. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.